And uh, now uh, I understand calling in is uh, Dr. Peter Michalos, uh, who's a WABC uh, a specialist in uh, medicine and science and and a little bit of everything. He's their in-house genius. Uh, Dr. Peter Michalos, it was good to uh, see you during this weekend. Uh, tell us, uh, what what do you want to talk about today? And tell us about uh, what um, the America, America means to you on this 4th of July. And you know something? You know what I'm going to miss? That Southampton Parade, which is one of the most beautiful parades I've ever seen. I think I saw it last year or the year before. Yeah, great. It was great to be with you this weekend, John. And, yes, we celebrate this uh, amazing uh, experiment of our founding fathers to model a democracy after the best of ancient Athens. And uh, they put it all together with some of the lines directly from some of the ancient Greek philosophers, like Epicurus of Samos that uh, wrote, All men are created equal uh, with certain inalienable rights. And Thomas Jefferson, in one of his letters, talks about how he got that from uh, the uh, ancient Greeks, and uh, that's why we uh, celebrate democracy. But the uh, what happened with the Second Continental Congress there in Philadelphia in 1776 on July 4th was uh, quite an amazing thing to repel uh, and go against the greatest power in the world that was oppressing and taxing everyone uh, uh, and and. Basically, you, you were having trouble making an income similar now. There was inflation and a tremendous amount of taxes because the English had so many problems and debts with other wars that they were having, so they started taxing the American colonists. The first actual celebration, because it was the one-year anniversary, happened on July 4th, 1777, was the first time it was celebrated as a holiday among those 13 original colonies, and then it finally became a legal holiday in 1870. And the interesting New York area history is that one of the signers of the declaration was Lewis Morris. And guess where he was from? He was from the Bronx. And his brother was a general in the British Ar- Army and told him, what are you, crazy? You're going to sign this thing and go against the king? And then uh, he looked at him and he says, give me the damn pen. I'm going to sign. So that the uh, the Bronx spirit was even back then in uh, in the Declaration of Independence with one of the people being from New York, Lewis Morris. So it's a, an amazing history, and we're in an amazing country where we can come from any part of the world. And as long as we assimilate in the, and we, uh, we're, we want to be part of this uh, great dream and great idea because uh, as a lot of people say, sometimes, you know, uh, immigrant immigration without assimilation is, you know, that's not a good thing. But most of the immigrants who come here want to assimilate and want to be part of the founding father's dream to be free men, women, and be able to do whatever we want. And the same thing happened in ancient Athens. When, when things started flourishing was when men became free and had democracy. That's when they could speak freely to each other. That's when you saw the science and philosophy and math and all these great inventions. And the same thing happened in America. After they became free, all of a sudden inventions started happening. The patent office opened up and all this, uh, you know, basically freedom and capitalism and uh, and they believed in the freedom of commerce, and that's what made America uh, great and turned us into a, a great uh, nation that actually helped rescue the world many times in World War One, and World War Two, and other wars around the world. And we're the beacon of stability and the lighthouse of uh, of uh, freedom. 
Dr. Mihalos, uh, uh, we, you know, you also specialize in uh, re- reporting uh, on medicine and science. Why we have come a, a, a light year at warp speed in the last 20 years in medicine. Can you put your finger on why? Yeah, absolutely, because we're not socialists. We have uh, men like you who sign the front of the check, who are willing to invest in companies and do research and development, and the money is given to smart people and tell them, here, here's the money, go make a vaccine. Here's the money, go make an antiviral. We'll give you the resources, the infrastructure. In other countries, that doesn't happen. That's why no new medicines are coming out of most countries around the world, but most of the new medications and ideas come out of here. While we're sleeping at night, there's somebody in a lab somewhere here in the United States who's been properly funded, given the proper equipment, and they make it happen. And that's why I always get very weary when people talk about price controls in medicine. Yes, there has to be fair prices, but when you when you don't allow the research and development money, because one in one in 20 of the medicines that are experimented on to make new medicines make it. And uh, that freedom of commerce being in a... Of, of all the new medicines being created, how many are created in the United States versus the rest of the countries? 90%. Wow. The rest of the world. So, so if we handcuff our, our medical companies, our medical science, we're in deep crap. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the, the new medicines that uh, happen, you know, yes, there is some cooperation with some other countries like, uh, you know, the BioNTech from Germany that helped to develop the uh, Pfizer vaccine. But, you know, a lot of these people also who are in foreign countries, guess where they did their graduate medical education and a lot of their training? They came here to the United States and uh, and made it. And that's what you know, makes our country so great. We're such an you know, open society and we're willing to help the rest of the world and train the rest of the world. But even when they go back to their country, they don't have the funding in the socialized medicine countries. And that's why they have these intense lockdowns in many of these other countries that are socialistic because they can't, their infrastructure will be exposed that they can't handle the extra volume. You go to certain countries, they wouldn't even give you an ICU bed if you're over 65. They have like one ICU bed per half a million people. So we have this ability and we have a priority portfolio that we know that we need to spend the money on engineering. You know, the so so the, the these people criticizing America every day, they're picketing America is crap. I mean, they're, they're a bunch of just bullies in a different way. Bullies when me and you were growing up or were in the schoolyard that wanted to beat you up. Bullies now are beating people up with words. You're a racist. You're this. You're that. Well, these bullies. Many of them are alive because they took an American-invented antibiotic. Many of them are alive because they took an American uh, chemotherapeutic agent. Many of them are alive because they had an operation developed by an American surgeon. So that's just the the reality. So that's why we're blessed to be in such a a great country, and uh, we just want to always try. Now, we're, nobody's perfect. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. But overall, I, I, I only see people wanting to come towards America. 
And I always tell anybody, if anybody doesn't like it here and they want to, you know, check out, I know there's lots of nice people who would lovely, who would be happy to write them a one-way uh, airplane ticket wherever they want to go. But, you know, there's a reason why people here, because when men and women are free, they can do things, they can create things, they can invent things. Once you stifle people in, in these, you know, communistic, uh, socialistic type environments, eventually it doesn't work out. And as Margaret Thatcher says, I always quote her with my British accent, I say, gentlemen, the problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. So I always remind people of that great line. And God bless America, and uh, may we continue to uh, remember the founding fathers and uh, the amount, what they sacrificed, and their families and their relatives, and many of them were killed and lost everything just to make this happen, a dream where people can be free and make their own decisions. And uh, this is, you know, what we, uh, what, we, what we accomplished and how many times, you know, America has gone to rescue the world. Do we uh, make Dr. it? Dr. Peter Milos, we got to take a break, but I want to thank you for calling in today and all the wisdom that you give our listeners. And I would bet, I would bet a lot of money that we've saved a few lives because of uh, of the advice that you give people. And I want to thank you for that. And God bless you, and God bless America, and God bless WABC for for doing what we're doing. Get the truth out and think positive and test negative. I agree 100%.